Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 28 of the talking the line podcast thank you all so much for taking a few brief moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful friday of bets Now, as per usual, before we dive deep into today's action and the wild Friday of bets that lies ahead of us, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line podcast on. If you are enjoying the sound waves that are reverberating off your eardrums and you could take a few moments to be so kind, go ahead and leave us a review. We certainly do appreciate those five stars and a quick comment if you got just a second. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, one half of the TTL crew. And it's that time to bring in the co-host of the second half of the TTL podcast. And, uh, you know, this young man, he's pretty happy that uh, Pito, Mr. Abreu, is back in action for his sock. Seems to be alive and well once again. Still no rumblings coming out of the Packers organization, but I'm sure there will be before we know it. And he will have plenty to rant on. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my partner, my man, the, the degenerate himself, Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm solid, my man. Yeah. No sweats over here. The, mm. the beast is awake. Okay. MVPito is back. Yes, he is. Yes, You know, he we've is. had a couple days off, so we'll uh, we'll be back rocking in action this evening. My White Sox, uh, let's see, against the old Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. So I, it's going to be a sweep of a weekend. I love it. <laughs> You're already locked and loaded for a full sweep yeah. this weekend. My uh, my cubbies are taking the evening off, I do believe, tomorrow. Or this this evening, uh, time of recording, what I'm talking about. But uh, no, they are actually playing Milwaukee. We have uh, Kyle Hendricks taking the mound against Anderson. So that should be pretty interesting. We'll see what happens there Hendricks is due for a bounce back game, yeah, my definitely. man. I need it from him. I need it from him, man. We uh, we have he locks to have. down. He locks down the Brewers. So I, I I like it. Yeah, I 100% concur with you, man. But for some reason, it just has not been the case this so far this season. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll I, see what happens. I, I, he usually does find it against the Brewers, but we'll see what uh, what cooks up there. 
our bulls are having one hell of a rough time. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know. What, uh, what, what can you say about that? We don't want to get too riled up, so we won't get uh, onto that yeah. topic. We had a good day on uh, <laughs> Wednesday's pod, though, did we not? Yes, we did. We finally got back into the green, ladies and gentlemen, after... Oh, a weird start to the week, but hey, we're uh, cooking right back along, and uh, from Thursday's newsletter, same deal, so we are cooking right along here. Uh, Hopefully, at the time of recording, we are trying to cash this uh, triple play Thursday parlay, so we will see what goes down. Uh, However, we did not do so hot on the picks. We uh, actually went... Uh, one and two. So we'll see uh, what happens. For the straight plays? Yes, for the straight plays. Oh, we're still waiting, my man. Uh, I do not believe so, my friend. We got... Uh, uh, Washington beat the Islanders 1-0 in a shootout. And Winnipeg oh, lost 5-3, to three, my, my friend. did not update. So I That's just broke why. that bomb on him. He's well, pretty upset about that now. We're 1-2. and two, But however, we'll see uh, <laughs> what happens with the triple play parlay. Who knows what's going down there. Well. Uh, outside of that. Enough banter. Enough nonsense. Enough gossip. Enough goofiness. We aren't going to waste your time with all the other stuff that you can catch at every other podcast and every other show. You come here for the Stone Cold Locks and come here to cash some damn tickets and you're going to erase out of your mind what we were just talking about, not cashing tickets last night, because we always cash tickets going into the weekend. We don't give out losers going into the weekend because we like to fill our pockets and we do the extra research, not that we always don't. However, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, get out your pens, get out your pencils, get out your pieces of paper and rip out your phones and pull up those sportsbook apps get ready to hammer them in because it is time for everybody's favorite segment of the talking the line podcast that's right the ttl crew's favorite plays for this beautiful friday of bets april 23rd 2021 partner cannot believe we are cooking right along summer is right around the corner Summer is right around the corner, and uh, May is right around the corner. I cannot believe we are already four months, almost completely four months through 2021. Mm -hmm. But for today's action, my friend, we have a loaded episode for you, my friends. We have straight plays. We have a nice primetime parlay, and uh, we have a few UFC picks and a nice little parlay coming there, too. But back to the segment at hand, the favorite plays of the day. As per usual, we're going to head on over to the court, lace up the Nikes, toss on the jersey, and get ready to dunk some picks home. We got one pick coming today that we absolutely love because we also put together the parlay. We'll get to that later. But for right now, partner, let these kind folks know what our first pick of the day is coming out of the NBA slate. Yes, sir. As mentioned, this is our only straight play out of the NBA today. And we are taking the Charlotte Hornets, minus one at time of recording, over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hornets have had a rough week or so, but uh, this is a spot they turn it around and get that big win that they need to keep themselves right in that top eight and maybe even uh, creep into that top seven, top six. Mm-hmm. Hornets are 17-11 and 11 ATS after a straight-up loss. And these Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers are one of the worst team road teams in the A and in the NBA, and they are the number one dead last worst team against the spread on the road. They are seven and seventeen ATS over their last twenty four on the road. They are ten and twenty ATS on the season on the road, and they are nine and twenty one straight 
up. Like I said at the top, the Hornets have had a uh, you know rough stretch. They've been playing some good teams, but this is a spot that they turn it around. They can't afford to keep losing these games. I believe they're still clinging on to that eight spot in the Eastern Conference. Yes, they are. So if they want to hang on to that spot and potentially even climb their way up a little bit at the end of the season here, if they can get hot, which would be massive, this mm. is right where it starts to get that turnaround started. Yeah, and you know I'm a sucker for day of the week ATS yes, trends. Yes, you are. Oh, and seven ATS last seven Friday games. I absolutely love it, man. For the I'm, Cavs, yeah. Yeah, for the Cavs. Um, I could not love this play more. Probably one of my favorites of the days. I, I was uh, actually expecting this line to open a little bit bigger, so mm-hmm. I'm glad we get the early action at minus one. But one more time for today's NBA favorite play of the day. We are taking the Charlotte Hornets minus one or whatever the current best line you can find that play at on your favorite sports book. And moving right along, let's hit the ice, lace up the skates this time and get ready to slap some pucks in net with some badass picks. We uh, have actually one play coming out of the NHL slate today as well because we did some real work on this parlay. I'm going to mention that mm-hmm. again we are confident in this one we're pissed off and we want to get it done so for today's nhl slate i digress we are headed to the matchup between the montreal Canadiens and the calgary flames puck dropping this one is at 8 p.m central standard time and we are not picking a side in this matchup rather we're headed to the game total we're going to take under five and a half in this matchup these two teams have, uh, as we like to say, been wagons to the under yes, this sir. season. Montreal is 17 and 24 over under overall on the season. The under is four and one in the Canadians' last five overall, seven, two, and one in their last 10. The under is six, oh, and one in the Canadians' last seven Friday games, and the under is five and one in the Canadians' last six games following a win. They are actually coming off a win over Edmonton. If you're not a huge hockey fan or didn't happen to catch the game, that uh, game final ended 4-3. to three. And uh, it's because Edmonton got a couple few lucky goals there at the end when uh, Winnipeg, uh, or I'm sorry, um, yes, no, it, it was against uh, Edmonton. Yes, when uh, Canadians kind of started playing there, at uh, stopped playing there in the third period. Mm-hmm. Had me a little confused. I had a, a little wrong writing down here on my notes. Calgary 16-23, and 23 over under record overall on the season. The under is 4-0-1 in the Flames' last five overall. Under is 6-0-1 in the Flames' last seven versus a team with a losing record. The Canadians come well within that range. Mm-hmm. They are uh, 2015-9 straight up overall on the season. The under is 4-0 in the Flames' last four games playing on three days rest or more. And these teams just so happen have actually met six times already this season. Like I said, not picking a side. Don't really care about any of those stats. Sure. But the under in those six meetings is 5-0-1 mm. so far this season. The one was a push at six, and that was the first matchup of the year, my friend. Yep. So in this one, you know, I really see the under continuing to be a trend as it has in the past and historically 15 5 and 3 in the last 23 meetings between these teams and 4 1 and 1 in the last six meetings in calgary is the under 
Both of these offenses are in high question right now. I am still not buying the Canadians, even though they just took that 4-3 victory. Edmonton played sloppy at the beginning, thought they were going to have to, and then they tried to rely on Connor McDavid to skate him back into the game, and it just didn't happen. Right. So I see this game being a defensive battle Mm -hmm. in a half. The Flames right now are in fifth place. They're eight points away from fourth place, I do believe, in the North Division. And uh, I think this is uh, one where the old Canadians try to keep that spot locked down. They just play some solid-ass defense all night. And honestly, uh, the Flames have been had had a quite solid, solid year as far as the defensive end of the puck goes as well. So once again, for the first and only play of the NHL slate, the TTL Crew's favorite NHL play of the day, we are hammering in the Montreal Canadiens versus Calgary Flames game total under five and a half goals. Lock that bad boy in at whatever the current best line you can currently find it at on your favorite sports book. And if you've been here before, you know where we're going, but if it's your first time visiting Welcome aboard, lace up your cleats, throw on the jerseys once again, and get ready to pimp some picks out of the park. Yes, sir. How about that shit? Rocking right on to our MLB favorite plays of the day. I'm going to go ahead and toss this one back over to my partner. Nice, easy cheddar cheese fastball right down the middle of the plate for you to blow out of guaranteed rate field hey there you go uh we'll actually be going to the old camden yards for this matchup okay uh we're taking the oakland a's minus one and a half versus the orioles that'll get you some nice plus money these oakland these oakland a's i'm having some uh tough time with the lands here cleveland and oakland twist us the Oakland A's have won 11 straight games. They are the hottest team in the MLB. Eight of those 11 wins have come by more than one run. Tonight we've got Cole Irvin versus Jorge Lopez for the Orioles. Irvin gave up four runs in each of his first two starts. Both of those were against Houston. Last start, zero earned runs over six innings pitched. Our guy uh, Lopez for the Orioles, 13 earned runs, 13 hits over 13 and two-thirds innings. It has not been working for him. No, sir. The Orioles' offense has been a little questionable all season, shut out in two of their last three games, and these A's got a day off yesterday after a 13-12 thriller over the Twins, the best game of the year that anyone has seen so far. (laughs) Absolutely epic. Barn burner. Epic. Uh, But as mentioned, these A's are the hottest team in the league, they are four and one on the road, and these Orioles are one and six at home. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not the recipe here for the Orioles. Uh, like I was telling you off air, they had a nice start to the season. I believe it was a clean sweep of the Red Sox to start the season. Mm-hmm. Since then, they're five and ten overall. Sure. Uh, so as mentioned, eight of the last eleven uh, consecutive wins here, eleven consecutive wins, eight of them by more than a run. Absolutely love it. And that one and a half really were hammering that bad boy in just because of maximum betting value here. Uh We could have taken the money line very easily. Honestly, money line right now at the time of recording, 75% of bets and 92% of the money right now. So the big dogs uh, and the public are on them. That money line is going to move. It's going to definitely move. It'll move up a little bit. And uh, line opened up plus 120 at the minus one and a half for the A's. And that's Short enough line that we were comfortable with mm-hmm. uh, rocking and rolling with that. So let me stop blabbing. You get the deal. 
Eleven straight victories, eight of them by two, more than two runs, more than one run, more than one run. Either way, you know what I mean. Lock them in. Oakland A's minus one and a half on the spread for our second MLB play of the day. We are headed over to Tropicana Park in this one, my friend, or Tropicana Field, however you like to say it. We are uh, headed to the matchup between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays. If you didn't know whose ballpark that was, we uh, are seeing first pitch at 6.10 p.m. p.m. Central Standard Time. And this one is coming down to a few key factors for us here. First things first, pitching matchup. So both these pitchers have been really solid. Matt, uh, Steve Matz has been... Steven Matz, whatever you want to say, once again, has been really solid uh, this season. In uh, three starts, he has gone uh, 18 and a third innings, only allowed nine hits, and has only allowed three earned runs. So he's been uh, pitching pretty well himself, but as you do so remember, the young Tyler Glass now coming out to uh, pitch one hell of a start here for the yeah. Rays, we do believe. In uh, four starts so far this year, he has pitched 24 and two-thirds innings. He currently has only nine hits in those four games and only has two earned runs, partner. I like our chances a lot here with this first run, uh, first first five run line we are taking the first five minus 0.5 in this one uh other key things the raised bats have all of a sudden started waking up yep i don't know where it's come from they were pretty cold to start off the season but in their last six games they won eight two six three four two four one fourteen seven and lost eight to nine in five of those matchups, I do believe, uh, or four of those matchups out of the last six, they did lead in the first five. So they've been yes, they've been very, very solid to those on the season. One closing final thought on that play. The Rays have actually been quite the wagon to the uh, to the spread here on uh, on the season so far in the first five. And uh, they also rank really high in the MLB in that category statistically. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is fifth in the league in first five inning runs per game at 2.95. They're averaging 4.67 over their last three. And on the road, only 2.83. But like I said, a lot of those road games were at the beginning of the season when right. the bats weren't uh, too woken up yet. Toronto, 11th in the league, 2.67, so not too far off. But in their last three, they've kind of gone to sleep. 1.67 average runs per first five innings. And at home, they do average four runs per first five innings. However, that was earlier on in the season. They uh, These teams are kind of on the opposite tracks. Early season uh, kind of pumping up, early season kind of letting down. We uh, definitely like the Rays to come out here early at home and step on the gas, especially behind the absolute willpower of uh tyler glass, glass now. now right yeah yeah we uh we backed him uh over the weekend i believe glass now in the rays of the first five held the yankees down to one run or he, he made it through five innings didn't have his best stuff still only gave up two hits four walks mm. i think that's you know one 
you know, an outlier, even though it's still only one run given up. Right. He's going to come back uh, and be uh, as fresh as he was in his first three starts. Though, you know, the one before that start, I mentioned seven and two thirds, two hits, no runs, 14 Ks, one walk. Come on now. I'm thinking it's on, a, I'm thinking we're going to see a start like that today. I think we are too. I, I uh, think this is a rather safe bet. Uh, and one more time. For the TTL crew's favorite MLB plays of the day, we got two of them for you. Lock them in. We got the Oakland A's minus one and a half run line for the full game. And then we have the Tampa Bay Rays minus 0.5 first five spread run line. Lock those bad boys in at whatever the best current line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. There you have it, folks. You got them. They're in hand. You are ready to cash some damn tickets. We could stop there. But no, no, not this crew. Not this crew, ladies and gentlemen. We are true degenerates. And on Fridays, we parlay. A little prime time. Prime time parlay. We love to uh, scan the action. For the late evening, you know, not a whole lot going on on Friday evenings. So for the second segment of today's Talking the Line podcast, episode number 28, beautiful Friday, April 23rd, 2021, we are kicking off the primetime parlay, bringing it back, ready to rock and roll. We got three legs coming in this parlay, and it is is a juicy one. Got ladies some must-see action. Must-see action. These are uh, some of probably the top games that you could want to watch uh, in all of these slates. So mm-hmm. that is why it is the primetime parlay. First uh, leg of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking, or headed to the matchup rather, the San Diego Padres versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. First pitch is at 9, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Pop in the nitroglycerin pills. Get ready to rock and roll. We're not taking a side. We're headed to the game total. Under 7.5. We love this one more than we could even explain. This again comes back to the pitching matchup. You got you Darvish on the mound for the pods and Clayton Kershaw on the mound for the Dodgers. Yes, sir. I don't even really know that I need to say all too much with right. names that precede themselves like that. Right. This one should be a very low scoring affair. This uh, exact same matchup between these pitchers and these teams has already happened once this season. Game ended two to nothing. Sure did. And that was actually a Dodgers victory. Same uh, exact setup. Well, actually it was played in San San Diego. So I think it's a uh, very similar conditions. It's very similar. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe a little three, two action, two to one, maybe, you know, I don't know if anyone's getting shut out, but yeah, we got, uh, predicted about 60 degrees at game time, wind blowing in about 10 miles an hour. So should keep it nice and low, nice and calm, nice, uh, pitchers dual kind of a night. So both guys are looking sharp right now. Absolutely. Uh, partner, what, uh, what are we rolling with here for the second leg? Second leg, uh, you know, all three of these bad boys are going to keep you up. Yes, they uh, are. You know, going to keep you entertained through the evening. You also better get your three TVs because they're also at the yes, same sir. damn time. Yes, sir, they are. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to rock with the old uh, Nuggets versus Warriors matchup here Okay. on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, definitely on your primetime action there. Mm-hmm. And we're taking the Warriors to bounce back at plus three. Shit, yeah. 
you know, Steph Curry was a little uh, little cold this last, uh, you know, the other night against the Wizards after, uh, you know, an his- a historic stretch of madness, 40-point yeah. games, 30-point games. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many threes he had in a certain stretch. It was off the charts. Took a little step back against the Wizards. Had a heartbreak of a loss. They're bouncing back tonight. Uh, like I said, Steph Curry, I imagine, is going to bounce right back into how he was, uh, you know, before this Wizards game. Sure. And uh, in this matchup, Denver has not had any success, whether it's in Golden State or just playing against the Warriors. Uh, 0-4-1 ATS in Golden State, last five meetings. I believe it's 1-6 over their last seven meetings. Uh, ATS doesn't matter Overall, where. It doesn't sure matter is. where. Love the Warriors tonight. Little, uh, l- well. Love the little three-point insurance. You know, the money line is certainly intriguing, but I think this is going to be a, a wire-to-wire game. I uh, I agree with you, and I think that the uh, Warriors' loss uh, two nights ago was simply a little Vegas saying, pow, how you doing? Keep it moving. Just yeah. a quick little jab to your gut to let you know, hey, we, uh, we'll st- we're still here lurking in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So uh, that one, if you didn't watch the end of that game, my partner so kindly filled me in. I was uh, busy during the end of that game uh, doing a little side stuff and totally missed the ending and it was absolute insanity brutal bad beat. Absolute insanity. uh to at least send it to overtime not going to guarantee you the win but brutal right. brutal bad beat absolutely anywho moving anywho, along moving along to the third leg don't let us get stuck we'll save the banner for a little later do not worry the third leg of the primetime friday night parlay we are headed to the matchup first uh between the Minnesota Wild versus the Los Angeles Kings. Puck drop is at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we are rolling with the hot team in this matchup. We're going with the Minnesota Wild money line. We are big fans of Minnesota lately as they have actually won five out of their last five games and five or actually six out of their last eight. So they've been really solid lately. After they took those two back-to-back losses in St. Louis against the Blues, something woke up inside of this team, and all of a sudden they have just decided that they're going to uh, make one hell of a playoff push here right. now. I, uh, I was always high on the Wild to start the season. They seemingly have third place locked up in the West, and they should be playing just to... To, to get this solid win. Right. The Kings have been absolutely terrible lately. They are coming off of a 4-1 win against Anaheim, but Anaheim has had their own struggles in their own rights. They haven't been good against the defensive side of the puck. Offense, one night they'll score five goals. The other night they can't, that being Anaheim. Back to the Kings. They just got shut out back-to-back. Well, didn't shut out, but 6-2, 4-2 to the Golden Knights. They did beat San Jose 4-2 and San Jose turned around and beat them 5-2. to two. Right. So they're a very back-and-forth team, but against the top teams in the division, they have not been worth a doggone here lately. And the Wild are actually 5-2 and two in the last seven meetings, and it just so happens that all seven of those damn meetings have been in the year of 2021. Right. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> got, you, got you a little caught in between. Yeah. No, the thing I love about this one is that the Wild just beat the teams that they're supposed to. Yeah, man. They take care of business. Yeah. You know, Wild, or excuse me, Kings, Coyotes, Sharks, they take care of business mm-hmm. against these bottom tier teams in the division. So yeah. I don't see any difference here tonight. Yeah. And I did mention the Kings are coming off that uh, nice little victory against Anaheim, but they are 0 8 straight up in their last eight games following a win. Well, there you go. 
So one more time, ladies and gentlemen, for the prime time Friday parlay, get out those sports books. Get ready to hammer this bad boy in. First leg, we got the Padres versus Dodgers under seven and a half. Second leg, we have the Nuggets. Actually, not. We have the Warriors mm-hmm. plus three. I was in total mode there. Warriors plus three. And the Minnesota Wild money line for those three legs. So Padres, Dodgers under seven and a half. Minnesota Wild money line and the Warriors plus three. Parlay those bad boys up. Get you some real, real nice odds. Whatever they currently are at on your favorite sports book. And get ready to run that special play to the window. Moving right along, as per usual, we uh, have some serious business coming up ahead of us this uh, this weekend, my friend. Mm-hmm. Some serious business to be handled in the eight-sided cage, and that is UFC 261. You are 150% correct. I have been dreaming and thinking about this for the longest time. And I cannot wait to dive deep into this card. Real quick, before we do, wanted to see if I could uh, scrounge up a quick little odds look for you here so you could hear before uh, you smash in that primetime parlay if you haven't had a chance to run on over there real quick. So I'm getting out. Uh, I'm Very soon you'll be able to see me doing this. But I'm scrolling through, just tossing some stuff on real quick. I only have one more leg to find. I just need to hit the plus three for the Golden State Warriors. And ladies and gentlemen, that three-legger is plus 454. Very beautiful, very beautiful we got going on there. 10 bucks will win you 45 42 at the time of recording. You know, put 25 on there. Have a little fun. Win you 113 bucks, get you some extra beer money going into the weekend. However, let me get back to the third segment and task at hand. Well, you need some beer for you need this some specific beer. event. This specific event, exactly. Because there's probably going to be a lot that gets spilled on you with how much action is going to be happening and how many bombs are going to be flying through the air. The crowd is back. It's time to rock I keep and forgetting roll. that aspect. Of I, I am torn. I'm on the fence. I really enjoyed watching the fights and hearing them real raw live. Oh, right, right, right. No cheering no nothing but a lot of these fighters they work their entire lives to be able to be on that grand Mm -hmm. stage and they feed off of that energy right so i think we're going to see a lot more early stoppages going to be a lot less decisions nonetheless ladies and gentlemen i'm going to give you and mags can give you two if he's got anything he's looking at a few uh key matchups i'm looking at and then instead of just going individually and giving you bets I'm going to lay down, and if Mag want, Mags wants to, too, we can just write it together. I'm going to lay down a main card parlay. UFC 261 main card parlay. That's right. You're getting it from the TTL crew. You better believe it. You better guarantee it. Mags uh, rolling over to the early prelims, my man. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that is crazy, crazy snagging my eye. Uh, Dana, I believe it is. Dana, but... 
Bajerel, I'm probably absolutely destroying that. Leave that to Couldn't John Anik. Uh, he's actually fighting Kevin Natividad, is who I'm interested in. Kevin Natividad uh, is a very, very solid fighter, very solid fighter at bantamweight. Haven't seen him fight for a long time, so interested to see if he's uh, got some ring rust rocking and rolling or if he's uh, back, in, back in action. You got any odds over there, my man? Odds for this bad boy is minus 194 bad by Gerald? Nah. Yeah, we'll say and that. And plus 160 for Natividad. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see how this uh, this unfolds. Natividad, he does, uh, I mean, these guys rank and match up pretty pretty similarly. Um, he fought back on October 31st, 2021. He did lose. 2020. Or, uh, yeah, 20, yeah, it's 2020. Hello. Uh, 2020, and he lost to Miles Johns, uh, KOTKO in the third round. But before that, he was on a four-fight win streak. He uh, knocked a couple guys out, split decision, unanimous decision. He was fighting good. So we'll see if he comes back, bounces back after that uh, that rough loss back in October. Right. That's about all I see on the early prelims. That's the feature early prelim. Uh, everything else there is just a lot of, lot of new names coming up, but they are right. some solid names uh, nonetheless if you are a fight fan, but won't dive too deep into those. The prelim, preliminary card, the feature prelim, Alex Oliveria and Randy Brown. Haven't seen Randy Brown fight in quite a while, to tell you the truth. Um, I honestly was trying to think about this before we started recording, and I I honestly can't even tell you the last time I saw him fight. He fought back in August of 2020, lost to Vicente Luque. That's, yep, that's right. It was, yeah, okay, I remember that one now. So then... Yeah, before that, he beat Alves in 2019. So, yeah, he hadn't fought for quite some time. Right. And, you know, Alex Oliveria, dog, old mm-hmm. man, the GOAT, 22-9-1 in his uh, MMA professional career. Right. He is coming off that loss against Rachmanov. That was, uh, that was crippling. That was rough because he was on a two-fight win streak. It looked like he had turned things around. And this is kind of how Alex's career has gone. He... Wins a few fights, gets on a nice streak, and then loses a couple back-to-back, does the same, and then continues to be signed because everybody loves to watch him fight. The Cowboy is a blast. This is the second Cowboy of the UFC, not Donald Cerrone. Mm-hmm. This is the Brazilian Cowboy, if yep. you will. Uh, so I I like my odds, my chances there on Alex Oliveira. Is he open up as a favorite right now? Uh, Oliveira is uh, plus, excuse me, plus 125. Yeah, I figure probably because of that loss is what I was thinking. Uh, yes, yeah, so both guys coming off of a loss. It's going to be interesting. Both guys coming off of, or no, excuse me, uh, Oliveira coming off a submission loss. And like you said, Brown coming off of that KOTKO to Luque. Yeah, speaking of Luque, we'll, uh, we'll see who he gets next. I'm really excited to see who he gets too, because then that shakes up 185. And 185 is going to get real, real interesting. I, I'm interested to see who is he's going to have a chance to uh, whip into shape next. Yeah. But nonetheless, we got the 170, the welterweight strap on the line this weekend, tomorrow. Kamaru, let me pay him correct homage. Kamaru Usman is fighting Jorge Masvidal. Street Jesus is coming in, talking a lot, talking a lot. Man, if you saw the Thursday presser, man, oh man, was that absolutely awesome electric it couldn't have been more perfect though i mean the shit talk the back and forth between kamaru and jorge was 
top notch, bar none. Right. It was absolutely, absolute, excuse me, absolutely beautiful. I, uh, I was locked in the entire time. It was, it was great, great television. If you missed it, you definitely want to go back and watch it. Nonetheless, we got, uh, you got something you were going to say over there? My no, man? what I was going to ask is uh, how, and, and like the main narrative, uh, at least if you're interested in Jorge, is how he took mm-hmm. the last fight, what, on six days sure. notice? Yep. So as far as re-watching that fight, is it going to be similar? Or are we going to see a different Jorge, energized Jorge, better game plan? You are going to see a Jorge that is pre- much more prepared to defend the takedown. Mm-hmm. His striking game plan will probably be the same. Uh, if you go back and watch the original fight, they both came out just ferocious speed. Right. Just speed, man. I mean, it's uncanny how fast these guys are at 170. And I would honestly say, too, that he's going to have a plan for that clinch game because I could really I see say, that yeah. once Jorge taps up a Kamaru a few times, because it's bound to happen. It's just bound to happen. Kamaru's going to want to bring it in and, and do his wrestling game. I mean, it's it's the game plan. He's a champ for a reason. It's a, it's a game plan. It's what he's it's probably what he's going to stick to. But Jorge can't worry about that too much because then he'll get stuck with one of those stiff jabs and it'll wake him up. And uh, I don't know. I'm very interested to see what the hell's going to happen in this one, man. I, I have no idea. Both both guys are saying that they're going to end the other one. Of I, course, they always say that. But yeah, this one's special. I'm a massive fan of both of these. I really don't know if I'm going to... I feel like I'm going to have something real random specific bet that's, you know, just fun in general or maybe just you know i don't know i don't know because i love both these guys i i just have a weird feeling that jorge's got something up his sleeve yeah and he's gonna shock everyone or something i don't know we'll or see. it's gonna be just dominance from Usman. i don't know we'll i don't see. know yeah we'll see i don't know man i don't know so i mentioned it before we got rocking and rolling down this path talking about some fights that we're really interested looking into let's dive into this parlay main card parlay let's do it i'm doing this live i'm doing this fresh straight up i'm doing this first time i'm seeing the lines i'm cracking open the FanDuel sports book and i'm just going for it do it okay so we're gonna hit that mma tab and we're gonna go to tay main card. Are we doing now uh, one of each one all of five all, uh, yes yes one, yes one for every fight I mean. yes one for every fight one for every fight so in the first matchup, we have Anthony Smith fighting Jimmy Crute. As a fan, I want to hammer the shit out of Anthony Smith. Mm-hmm. Seeing what Anthony Smith has done on this comeback tour he has so recently implanted himself upon, I want to hammer Anthony Smith. However, Jimmy Crute's 12-1, and one, and he has been nothing but a damn dog since he stepped foot into the octagon and for the UFC. Yeah. So for my first leg, I'm smashing Jimmy Crude at minus 205 odds. First leg, Jimmy Crude. 205, huh? Minus 205 odds. Okay. Pretty comfortable with that. Okay. Pretty comfortable with that. And then I start looking at Anthony Smith again, and it's like, man, I really like Anthony Smith. Yeah, but it's man. just like every time I feel this way and I feel like a fan, then I just... I feel, yeah, because I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah, damn, I've I watched him, like and he's been awesome to watch. He's been good, but I just... Uh, Jimmy Crude, I think... I, yeah, Jimmy Crude. I'm sticking with it. Second fight on the main card is Chris Weidman versus Uriah Hall. Tightest odds on the main card. Tightest, tightest odds on the main card. You so kindly mentioned that these guys fought way, way back in the day. 
believe it was an allegiance fighting league or alliance fighting league. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they it was the Ring of Combat. Ring of Combat. All there you go. the way back in 2010. Oh boy! So we've had 11 years, and these boys are yeah. meeting once again in the Premier League. So you know, Chris Weidman, great guy. Absolutely love him. He's a wrestler. He's the he's he's the wrestler man. He's uh he's a I don't know if he's an Olympian, but uh, I know he's he's got all types of records, state, collegiately, all all types of different stuff. But Uriah Hall is just a supreme striker, and I think he will be ready for that, and will be ready to take this on the feet, and uh, possibly get Weidman out of there early via KO TKO. So for that reason, I am hammering Uriah Hall at plus money, plus one hundred four. Yeah, I like that one. That's one of my. That's probably my go-to pick of the card. If I'm being honest, Uriah Hall plus one hundred four. Moving right along for my third pick, I am not even going to waste any breath on this one. Yeah. Best of luck to you, uh, Miss Andraj, but uh, Shevchenko versus Andraj. I'm smashing the shit out of Shevchenko. Yeah, she's one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. Period to watch. Yeah. Doesn't matter if male or female. Yeah, I'm not questioning. Andraj that one. would be a shock and a half, man. Yeah, it would. It very well would be, but uh, not going to happen. I don't think so. Once again, uh, coming to a matchup as a fan, holy shit. Yeah. Weili Zhang, Zhang Weili, however you prefer to say it, however she prefers to say it, I'm not even 100% certain, <laughs> but going up against Rose Nama Yunus, and this looks like vintage Thug Rose to me, Rymags, 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 don't know what the hell I was saying there. Uh, this looks like some vintage Thug Rose action to me, and as a fan, I want to smash the hell out of her. Well, that kind of sounded That came crazy. out. That sounded the absolute let's worst go back. way that you could have <laughs> Let's said go it. back. Let's go back. Uh, <laughs> let's let's reel this one in. As a as a fan, I want to um, lock hammer her, the odds lock that are her given to her. Lock her in as a pick <laughs> as the odds. Oh, how about that to start your Friday? Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, I I love her as a fan. I think this is going to be a very closely contested fight. I I do potentially if this is the Quit your cackling over there, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> um, I, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that um, this is probably going to be a five-round banger. Uh, once again, uh, especially, can you just still not the can you just quit with the there. shit over there? <laughs> like, can you quit with the shit? We have gone so far off track. I'm gonna quit now while I'm ahead. Just give your I'm, pick. Just give your I'm pick. I'm smashing in Wei Li Zhang. <laughs> I, I yeah I haven't I haven't seen these uh, these ladies fight in a minute but no. uh, I don't know I'm, I'm I'm interested in Rose if I'm being honest yeah I'm interested I, in Rose I am too at the plus one seventy two but it's been uh, over a year since uh, Wiley fought but Zhang has only had one time to defend her strap so that's I, fair I think she definitely gets it done and she's improved she's great that's fair now moving on holy cannoli. The final, the main event of the UFC 261 main card parlay. We uh, were going, uh, boy, oh boy. I'm going to do it just because it's going to boost the hell out of the odds. And it would be amazing to see. I mean, no disrespect to the champ champ. He is terrific. Absolutely hope that, uh, 
All the best to him. And uh, we see a rubber match. I'm hammering in Jorge Masvidal. Interesting. Hammering in Jorge Masvidal. Like I said, man. I love Kamaru, but man, oh, man. I I just think he's got something up his sleeve. Yeah. I do, too. I really do, too. So I'm going to go ahead and hammer in Masvidal. So you got your five picks there. One more time, you got... Jimmy Crute, if you want to ride with me. You got Jimmy Crute, Uriah Hall, Valentina Shevchenko, Weili Zhang, and Jorge Masvidal for some beautiful odds, paying out over 20 to 1, plus 21.23, make you holla, get you 106.17 at the time of recording. Well, there you go. So uh, whatever you care to do there, hammer that in, roll with me, roll not. Max, any uh, closing final thoughts here on the UFC 261 card? I'm just excited, man. I'm excited, uh, you know, not a ton of names I know on the prelims, if I'm being honest, except yeah. for that Oliveira fight. They'll but, be interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to watching them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I said, that Uriah, at least given the odds, that Uriah Hall pick is one of sure. my favorites. I mean, like you said, Valentina Shevchenko is uh, about as mortal a lock as he can get, but not much value straight up at minus 450. So, yeah, you know, maybe, uh, you know, if you got uh, plenty of cash to drop and you feel 100% confident, then maybe. But, uh, you know, like I said, not not the best value there at minus 450. <laughs> no, but uh, not at all. No, nah, I'm just juiced for this stuff, man. Interested to see, uh, you know, a full crowd again for some UFC fights. They are going to be fucking rowdy. Mm-hmm. It, it it's gonna be a raucous crowd. I can't wait. I, and and the fact that they have already announced they don't have to wear masks is just yeah, that's wild. <laughs> they're already they don't give a up. shit. They're ready. They're ready to rock and roll. So this is going to be an absolutely amazing event. Event. Make sure you purchase it. I wish that you could see me right now because oh. I'm definitely shaking <laughs> shaking my head up and down. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Uh, we uh, definitely always buy these events definitely, every single time they come definitely. out. So we love to do that. Um, outside of that, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Before we wrap this bad boy up with the usual back and forth, why don't I just take it real quick, real fast, right on up, back to the top. Here we go, one more time. TTL Cruise picks of the day, including the parlay and the UFC main card parlay. We are taking... The Charlotte Hornets, minus one. The Montreal Canadiens versus the Calgary Flames, under five and a half. The Oakland A's, minus one and a half run line. The Tampa Bay Rays, minus 0.5 first five run line for the favorite place. For the prime prime time parlay, we are taking three legs. First leg, Padres versus Dodgers, under seven and a half. Second leg, Minnesota Wild money line. And for the third leg, Warriors, plus three. That is the primetime parlay, three legs. And for the final UFC main card parlay, if you're rolling with me, lock it in. Jimmy Crute, Uriah Hall, Valentina Shevchenko, Wei Li Zhang, and Jorge Masvidal. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You have heard it here first. Nobody else is getting this. The, The ones that... This is hitting your sound wa- your your ear your eardrums first. These sound waves are coming in hot. You're getting early access. Lock them in. Don't let the lines move on you. Don't lose the value. Get these bad boys to the window. 
hammer mitt. We're cashing all day and night long. Yes, sir. That at is nine at nine p.m. Triple uh, three leg parlay. Get ready to rock and roll. Hammer all of those plays: the straights, the parlay, the MLB, uh, not the MLB, the UFC parlay. Hammer them all in on whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. Yes, sir. All right, my man. Let's. Uh, all the kind degenerates that decided to stop by just for the picks. If you are a fan of just the picks, see you later. Have a spectacular rest of your day. For you guys that like to hear a little bit of banner, a little bit of what's going on, what's coming up with the TTL crew, and uh, before we send you on off, get a little bit of motivation minutes as well. Welcome on into the second half of the podcast. Thanks for coming around. Hey, hey, hey. Round of applause. Uh, Mr. Magnuson. Strange week. Strange week we've had here. It is a weird friends. week. We um, had a uh, bad beat of all beats. Won't have another NHL bad beat the long, long as we fucking long live. As we fucking live. Question, like, no I, question. I, I, I really can't imagine how it could be worse no. than blowing a 6 nothing lead on a minus one and a half puck line and winning seven to six right i really don't know i i could not imagine i really don't know how it could be any worse than that and i actually, guess it would have to be a bigger lead than that it would have to be a bigger lead than six goals going into the third freaking period yeah and actually as uh we discussed that we right before um recording we're looking up their score for yeah. thursday night they won five to they one won five to they won five yeah, to one. And, they, and they went into the third period uh up five to one right mm. oh, oh so fucking i'm glad I, I yeah I, I almost so spite, i almost spite bet the devils well glad I you almost, didn't, I didn't i'm glad i didn't that would have really kicked you right in the nuts eh, i don't even care <laughs> spite for a reason yeah that was uh that was a rough beat, man. That was a rough beat and a half. Uh, Tuesday was a little, like, it was just altogether weird. Monday was just like, what in the world is going on? Wednesday, turn we... Turn the corner Wednesday, big yep. time turn the corner. And then Thursday, geez, we're back to uh, what in the world is going on here. Seeing everything, felt so good, felt so positive. Big was, win on the Pelvis, though. Big. We're cooking on the NBA. Yeah, we're cooking, we're cooking on, on, the on the NBA. We're cooking on the NBA, for cooking sure. Cooking on the NBA, for sure. Um not uh, not the most solidest of starts here for the Angels. They uh, every yeah, lot of uh, a lot of baseball sharp to play, action on the Angels, and uh, yeah, not looking great. Yeah, not looking great at all. So uh, we're gonna have to start reevaluating some of these signals and some of this shit that we at see. At least for baseball, for fuck's at least sake. for baseball, because I don't know if you uh, you know while we're on the fucking topic, point blank period. I don't know if you can believe this the the steam on MLB. I don't think you can fucking believe it. Ah. I, it just it it does not make any shit worth a sense to me. Let me get on my soapbox for just a half a second because I'm telling you, I've been looking at this shit and our plays are getting mother son of a gunning goofy shitting ninety eight percent of the effing money. And not it's, the tickets, the not money. the fucking tickets, the money, real, actual, cold, hard cash wagered on our play. Ninety-eight percent of that real shit is on the play that we picked, and it misses by a landslide. Now you want to you want to explain that to me? I, I I'm not in 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 and they're only getting thirty-two percent of the bets, twenty-four percent of the bets, forty-eight percent of the bets, whatever. I mean. That, that's that's pure signals right there. What do we? I just I don't think you can believe the steam right now, or everything is just so up in the air. 
I think everything is just so up in the air. I mean, you look at the standings, and the only team that's rolling along, I mean, like we said earlier, the A's are red hot. But aside from that, the Dodgers are, you know, 14 and 4, time of the recording. They're playing as we speak. Aside from that, everyone is, you know, within a couple games, two, three games of 500. You got, uh, you know, the Rockies sitting at 6 and 12. Surprisingly, the Yankees at 7 and 11. But, uh, you know, the 24, five teams in between are as close as can be right now. I, mm. I don't get it. I don't understand you it know, at I all. You know, I think, yeah, people are going to, or teams are going to, you know, come back to earth a little bit that have, you know, over uh, overachieved a little bit. Mm. Some teams that have maybe underachieved are, you know, going to get rolling here. I'm optimistic um, and I'm biased, but I think the White Sox are going to be one of those teams that get their offense rolling here, as we mentioned at the top of the podcast. <laughs> yes, we did, to the bring beast, it full circle. The MVP is woken up, hopefully. He had a big game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but aside from that, I mean, you know, you got some weird, weird standing action, man. Yeah, it's it's been, uh, been strange going so far, man. But uh, may I so kindly remind you that... Uh, we have 150 more to go. Yeah, about 140, 150 more. So uh, just hang on tight. We'll uh, we'll get there, hopefully sooner rather than later. But honestly, if uh, you're part of the community, if you're part of our tight-knit community within uh, kind of our cappers and some of, uh, for instance, Picks with Brick, uh, J Sports Picks, um, I know I'm forgetting guys right now just because I'm not thinking of them and I'm not on Twitter. But if you're part of that, um, it's it's been rough going, rough going in the MLB as yeah, of late. It's, it's not just us. And even, even some of the guys who you would consider more professional and who are senior analysts are getting their asses dragged through the sand. Yeah. So. It's not just us, man. Don't uh, don't jump ship. Don't freak out. Yeah, we are cooking ass right now on NBA plays, my yeah, friend. Man. There ain't no fucking question what's going to happen with our NBA plays when me and you get together on a play and agree on it. When we disagree, now that's when we run in the opposite directions. And honestly, with the NBA, it's a toss-up with our showdowns, man. You just never really know. You never really know. Says you. Eh, well... As far as our NCAA basketball. No, no. As far as official, have we had more than one official showdown? Oh, for NBA? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I think we maybe had two. Yeah, maybe. As far as the unofficial showdowns, then it's 100% toss-ups. Yeah. Who knows? Either way, I mean, when we come together in the middle, I, 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 like yeah. I say, man, we get, uh, we get, get cooking the job on some done NBA on some NBA. Yeah, no kidding. So we might even have to do a little special segment or something uh, in particular for the NBA playoffs, especially playing games, all that good shit going on, man. Who knows? Yeah. We'll as see far as happens. the MLB, I said it earlier in the week, but I have had some solid, solid success with some NBA or MLB player props, I will say. Yeah. That's been keeping me afloat within the MLB slates. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to start uh, changing. But then even you see the lock of uh, of the season and you, you're like, okay, I'm just going to take first five. This team should get the full um, full full game money line with ease. Let me just take the first five. Easy, no sweat. And then in this case, the Angels just got put out seven to nothing in the first five. In the first five, they sure and did. And they, they were minus 0.5. So, or they were plus 0.5. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that is, that's just rough. That's real, real, real rough. And you hate to see things like that. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting what happens with the MLB. It'll, 
it'll get cooking it'll get along we'll get some stats we'll get some trends because right now it's uh it's all fuck all for lack of a better term right (laughs) um but yeah nba cooking along nhl we are we're getting right right into the the playoffs pretty much every game now has some sort of playoff implications for one side or the other of whatever matchup it is so some really really good hockey to watch if you're uh just now tuning in you are about ready to see some terrific terrific matchups because this yep. is uh this is the time where it comes down to seeding and uh these boys are getting geared up for a nice stanley cup push yeah to be a little bit of a homer our blackhawks desperately need a win otherwise i think they might boy, be oh done for yeah we looked at it a few times i mean they are uh one point behind the dallas stars who are in fifth and two points behind the preds oh three points i'm sorry 49 52 uh couldn't do math there um yeah the uh the hawks have uh been uh been real weird this year man but uh, on on other hawks news to yes. stay off any of that depressing shit and all of that uh who knows what the hell the hawks are gonna do we'll give them good vibes good juju but some absolutely stupendous news coming out of the blackhawks organization captain oh captain it has been rumored and heard that though he will not return this season plans are for him to return next season and his health is improving yes, it dramatically. Is. Yeah, I don't know where we were hearing these rumors beforehand, but there were some dark rumors coming out of that camp. Rumors. I imagine bad it rumors. was just pure speculation from people who have no idea. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of people cling, clung on to those rumors as, uh, you know, I think both of us are guilty of that. Yeah, sure. Because uh, yeah. it didn't sound good. Nothing was coming out. So you thought kind of you had kind of had to think the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but like you said. Sounds like health is improving, which is absolutely fucking tastic, man. Hey, regardless, it's going to be terrific to see number 19 back on the ice. Regardless. Even if the news came out that he's healthy, Mm -hmm. like him playing again would be Mm -hmm. incredible. I I was just through the roof with happiness that he's sounds like he's He's, okay. He's okay. Right. Yeah. Like there's nothing. Like I said, there was dark rumors coming out for a few months there. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely great to hear old Johnny Tay's going to be back in action. He's uh, getting back to uh, full health, whatever the case might've been. Great to uh, hear that as uh, some lifelong Hawks fans over here yes, and uh, some big, big Johnny Tays yes, homers. <laughs> what a what a guy. What a great guy. Um, so great to hear that he is going and uh, continued T's and P's his way that he has uh, continued recovery and health. Um, outside of that, my man, before I dive into some motivation minutes here to kick these uh, kind folks into the weekend, what else we got? We got, got covered UFC. Holy week. shit. Yeah, one week uh, from yesterday on the yep. NFL draft. That'll go through the whole weekend. Going to be a nice little crowd live and in person. It's going to be uh, interesting. Are they Are they actually going to have a live crowd there I in not, Cleveland? No, they're doing, uh, I don't think so. Because they have like the whole thing set up. Like they I have, think they're doing it similar to last year. Like the teams are even still like. Well, they have like a whole setup in Cleveland. I honestly though, don't know. So um if i can i'll see if i can find it yeah i really don't know gonna be uh gonna be pretty interesting though maybe it might, might have to dive into some odds like i think we mentioned earlier in the pod but that number three pick keeps flipping on the favorite mac jones mm-hmm. uh justin fields i think it's gonna be justin fields i don't know about you yeah i i think you're right as well i'm trying to uh oh man i'm trying to scroll through here and i'm just not seeing it 
Um, there were some plans. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I don't think fans will be in attendance, but however, I know that they have this like huge mega facility. Well, not a facility. It's like almost like a outdoor stage kind of deal. It's like a dome ish. Uh, yeah, last month I'm reading something, uh, will be large live in-person fan event in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like kind of how it has traditionally been with like the the arch dome. Right. I imagine it'll still be have. a little bit. You know, yeah, it's going to be parsed them. out. Yeah, it'll probably yeah. be still six feet. No, you dig either way. But hey, NFL Draft 2021 is coming right around the yeah. corner. Fans in attendance at the events inner circle in quotes will be selected by the league's 32 teams as franchise ambassadors and must be fully vaccinated and yes for those fans who missed out on the annual annual tradition of booing the pick announcements of commissioner roger goodell he'll be back on site for 2021 let's go thank goodness because last year there was a weird weird vibe in his uh little man cave action that he man. had going on that was a weird well, fucking vibe you had thursday night right where he was in the suit but he didn't have the tie on he was a little he was like business casual right. he wasn't super super professional like he usually is and you know it was kind of weird, like seeing the picks given out. He was like giving the hugs over the. He was even more camera. robotic than he is. Yeah, it was normal robotic. And then, and then I think somebody told him that, and it got super weird and yeah, relaxed. I can't remember on, if it was like, Thursday Friday night or, or if it was Friday, into it was Friday like, Saturday. It was then like he Friday kept, Saturday because then he was <laughs> like he was like kicking back in his. Well, chair. yeah, he was like he had he had like a more relaxed outfit on. It was still professional, but more relaxed, and like he was kicked back in that recliner and yeah. just like as the night went on, he just kept oozing further and further <laughs> down into the cushions, and then. You get into Sunday, man, and he's got a fucking t-shirt on, holy jeans, just got out working the garden, mowing the grass, and he's giving out NFL picks. <laughs> like, what the shit's going on here, Raj? I mean, we... we yeah, got, it was a weird vibe, We, we got to spruce it up a little bit now. I mean, and he's over there fucking eating M&Ms in between picks <laughs> on the damn TV. Like, what, what is going on? And then so, I, I, I could be wrong, but I want to say he was like, oh, you have to do this, and a couple of random people will be selected to watch a game in my man cave here. And it's like, ah, no uh, thanks, dude. Yeah, I was no like, thanks, that would be, be all right. cool, but I don't know if I want to sit with you through a full NFL game. I mean, it'd be cool to talk to you yeah. but and learn some shit, maybe get a connection or two, but... Yeah, I guess it would. I mean, it would I, I would epic. not pass that up. I no. guess, but yeah, you just take your foot out of your mouth right there and revert all of those words. Ah, but even I'd still, dive, he's I'd a weird d- guy. I don't I mean, give sure. a shit. I dive deep into his man cave any day of the week. I, I don't give a shit. He's it's a weird fucking. It's guy. Roge, man. Why not? He's a weird fucking guy. Yeah, he is. But why not? Um, yeah, there you go. There's that rabbit hole. NFL Draft <laughs> 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, hell, I ain't got a whole lot else here. I might as well wrap it up with some motivation minutes. You got anything else you want to toss out, lay down, drop on the domes of these kind people who decided to drop by episode 28 of the Talking the Line podcast partner? That's all I got. Okay, as per usual, let's move it right along. Excuse me. Jeez. Goodness gracious. Excuse me. That came out out of nowhere. How you doing? Keep it moving. We are hitting some Colts motivation minutes, and I'm going to keep this bad boy short and sweet, let you guys get about your week ends, the rest of your Friday, and kick this week on weekend off spectacularly. You know, this is uh, heard a lot. People say it a lot. You can think about it a lot. You hear it a lot. You see it a lot all over the place, a lot, but 
oftentimes we fail to apply it. So I wanted to give you just a gentle reminder. Maybe you needed to hear it and uh, it'll really strike home for you today. But uh, the message for today headed into this weekend, gratitude is the attitude, my friends. Gratitude is the attitude. Be grateful in everything you do. Take some extra time this weekend to be conscious of all the amazing, amazing blessings that you have in your life. Get out a piece of pen and paper and walk around with it and write down everything that you are grateful for in your life each day of the weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Take a moment just to be grateful because we can get so wrapped up in this world and all the what-ifs and how-cans and why-nots. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Just take a minute to be grateful. Right. Whether things are going well for you or if things are going bad for you. If they're going bad for you, you need a reminder. If they're going good for you, you need to appreciate what you got. Absolutely. And it will only... Being grateful will either revert that bad energy and turn it around into good energy mm-hmm. and get you going back on the right track. Or if you're just grateful all the time and you got good energy permeating all around you, then it's just going to amplify that and make it even better. So gratitude has a lot, a lot of benefits and impacts on your life. And uh, it's something that you need to practice and just take a moment. It doesn't take a, a half a second mm-hmm. say, man, I'm really grateful for this roof over my head. It's that simple. It is. I'm really, really I'm really grateful for this plate of food in front of me right now. It is all that simple. And, you know, you uh, you can just take a moment and be grateful and it will change your entire mindset and perspective. So that is my motivation minutes for this Friday. Be grateful. Gratitude is the attitude. Be grateful each and every single day of this weekend. And don't just stop there. Keep it going. Keep it rolling. Maybe start a gratitude list every single day. Try something crazy. Do uh, Challenge yourself. You know, Challenge yourself to write five things down every morning before you do anything of what you're grateful for. There you go. There's my challenge to like you that. this weekend to apply. Takes you not even, it shouldn't take you two minutes. It shouldn't. If you're sitting there struggling to think of five things that you're grateful for, son, you need to reevaluate your entire life. Right. You got something going on. We, uh, you might want to give me a call. We'll, uh, we'll talk about what you got rocking and rolling, my friend, and we'll get you back on the right track because life in general is, is more than you can be grateful for. 100%. So great, uh, Great time to uh, to be alive here, my friend. So uh, that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for these kind fans that uh, support us across our social media, support us on the pod and on the newsletter. I am grateful for a beautiful Friday of bets and the opportunity to create content and chase my passion and uh, do what I love, man. Yeah. I'm grateful today. Same here, man. I am just damn grateful. But uh, while I mention it, might as well uh, let you know uh, if you're not already following us on all of our social medias, check us out on Twitter at Talking the Line, on Instagram at Talking underscore the underscore line. If you haven't uh, seen it already, just hit the link tree in this episode's description. It's already linked. You can just smash that. It goes right into there. All of our content from social medias, our personal social medias, 
all of our newsletter, the podcast on any platform you could possibly want. YouTube coming very, very, very soon. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. We're not going to uh, let you know quite yet the solidified date. But just know it's coming. It's happening. We are on the rocket ship. We have just yet to hit the engage button for the throttle boosters. Um, Outside of that... Not a whole lot rocking and rolling the rest of this pod. We cannot thank you guys enough. We would not be where we are right now in the few six short six months that we've been at this and doing this. And it would not be without you that we are able to chase our dream and chase our passion and try and turn this into a reality. And... um if that is any foreshadowing, just stay tuned, kids. Stay tuned because uh, it's all because of you guys, for real, though. Thank you so much for your support. Um, be sure to tell all your degenerate friends. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Let them know the TTL crew's here to stay, and we're just going to keep getting bigger and better and giving you guys more and more content that you can consume all over the place. Let's close it out. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, far and wide we hope you have a spectacular rest of your friday unless you have other plans let's cash some tickets